I'm Stevie Nicks and welcome to Where to Begin, the podcast that is your beginner's guide to a singer or band. Now I should probably say from the get-go that this is not a podcast for purists, nor am I going to try and convince you that any particular artist is a genius, or you're an idiot if you don't get why. I'm simply going to run you through their back catalogue so you get a taste of what they've done, but I'm not going to play their hits because more than likely you've heard them already. We're here to dig a little deeper. So with that in mind, let's begin. And today, as you would have already guessed, we're doing Bob Dylan 101. All the tired horses in the sun I'm supposed to get in and ride and done mm-hmm. All the tired horses in the sun I'm supposed to get in and ride and done song and Dylan doesn't even sing a note so if you can't stand his voice well that could be the song for you. Now the good thing about Dylan if you're a novice is there's more than one Bob Dylan as the movie I'm not there implied and it's not a movie I recommend you make a beeline for there are several Bob Dylans. There's the young folky Dylan the mid-60s electrified version, country Dylan, blood on the tracks Dylan, Christian Dylan, forgettable 80s Dylan and late career renaissance Dylan, who's now writing songs that hark back to the music of his youth. Old school Dylan, if you like. I can't Well, okay, if you say so. Okay, let's go back to the beginning, 1962. A scrawny-looking street urchin who models himself on Woody Guthrie has been spotted in the folk clubs of New York's Greenwich Village and airlifted into Columbia Studios, courtesy of John Hammond, its famed producer. Hammond sees something in this kid that no one else does. Folk singers are a dime a dozen in the village, and none of them have a recording contract with Columbia. But Dylan does, and it's all down to Hammond. Now, I could play a song off that debut album, but I'm not going to. If I start there, you'll probably stop there, and I would understand why. It's not the world's greatest debut. And besides, that's not really where Dylan's legend begins. It begins with his second record, which comes out 12 months later. It's called The Free Will and Bob Dylan. Yes, that's what it's really called. But don't look at the title. Look at the tracks. Blown in the Wind, Masters of War, A Hard Rains Are Gonna Fall, Girl from the North Country, and that's not even all of side one. Where the hell did these songs come from? There was nothing on the first record that even hinted of songs of this sophistication. This was a record that no one saw coming, not even John Hammond if he was honest. Now, of the songs I've just mentioned, we need to talk about one of the first three, because they're three of the best political songs ever written, and Dylan just peels them off. We're all more than familiar with Blowing in the Wind, and you may have heard of A Hard Rain's Gonna Fall due to this Brian Ferry cover. 
Oh, where have you been, my blue-eyed son? Where have you been, my darling young one? I've stumbled on the side of twelve misty mountains Walked and I called on six crooked highways Stepped in the middle of seven sad forests Been out in front of a dozen dead oceans I've been ten thousand miles in the mouth of the graveyard It's a hard, and it's a hard, and it's a hard, and it's a hard, and it's a hard rains are gonna fall So that just leaves Masters of War now, Masters of War is not a song that is necessarily going to endear you to Dylan. I don't mean politically, I mean it's just not one of his most melodic. It kind of just limps along, striding purposefully, but not altogether charismatically. This is a song that is deified due to its lyric, which was written during the Cold War when everyone in the West was crapping themselves that the Russians were going to drop a nuclear bomb. Masters of War has a cousin too, a cousin we'll get to in a minute, and that's another reason why I'm singling this song out. But Masters of War isn't only about the Cold War, because there was no bloodshed during this geopolitical standoff. Masters of War also speaks of war more broadly, and condemns cowardly leaders for sacrificing citizens in the name of nationalism, kind of like what is happening in Ukraine right now. And that's the sad thing about songs like Masters of War. They are despairingly timeless. You that never done nothing but build to destroy, Dylan begins the second verse. You play with my world like it's your little toy. You put a gun in my hand and you hide from my eyes and you turn and run farther when the fast bullets fly. A little further along he sings, You've thrown the worst fear that can ever be hurled, fear to bring children into the world. For threatening my baby, unborn and unnamed, you ain't worth the blood that runs in your veins. This is Masters of War. I'm your masters of war. Here that build the big guns. Here that build the death planes. Here that build all the bombs. Here that hide behind walls. Yeah, that hide behind discs I just don't want you to know I can see through your masks You that never done nothing But built to destroy You play with my world Like it's your little toy you put a gun in my hand And you hide from my eyes And you turn and run farther When the fast bullets fly Like Judas of old You lie and deceive A world war can be won you want me to believe But I see through your eyes And I see through your brain Like I see through the water that runs down my drain Okay, time to lighten the mood just a little. 
Next up is a track off Dylan's third album, The Times They Are A-Changin'. I want to talk about Boots of Spanish Leather, because it is arguably the most beautiful love song Dylan has ever written. And it is about a particular kind of love, lost love. And lost love hits you hard, right in the gut. And Boots of Spanish Leather is a true tale in so much as it's written about the girlfriend he has just said farewell to, Susie Rotolo, the girlfriend who has literally just set sail without him, and he misses her terribly. Boots of Spanish Leather has a lot in common lyrically with one of the songs I mentioned on his previous album, Girl from the North Country, but Boots of Spanish Leather is a superior song. And what distinguishes itself from a lot of other love songs is the fact that it's a call and response song. That is, it's written from his perspective, but also hers. And there's no bitterness, no recriminations, just abject heartache. How can it not melt your heart? Oh, I'm sailing away, my own true love. I'm sailing away in the morning. Here's something I can send you from across this sea From the place that I'll be landing No, there's nothing you can send me, my own true love There's nothing I'm wishing to be owning just to carry yourself back to me unspoiled From across that lonesome ocean Ah, but I just thought you might want something fine Made a silver or of golden Either from the mountains of Madrid Or from the coast of Barcelona But if I had the stars of the darkest night And the diamonds from the deepest ocean I'd forsake them all for your sweet kiss For that's all I'm wishing to be owning The second song off the times they are a changing I want to draw your attention to and no it's not the title track is Only a Pawn in Their Game the cousin I was referring to of Masters of War and I'll get to the cousin bit in a minute First it's worth pointing out that Dylan's politics weren't simply external facing that is, his political songs weren't just about wars and battlefields abroad. They were also about battlefields a little closer to home. And I'm talking about the volcanic civil rights situation. Only a Pawn in Their Game is one of two songs on the times they are a changing that is about the deaths of African Americans at the hands of white Americans. It was Black Lives Matter back then. One was about a barmaid named Hattie Carroll, and this one is about the assassination of civil rights activist Mecca Evers, which happened on June 12, 1963 in Mississippi. Now I'm telling you the date because the song was recorded on August 7, less than two months later. The death was so recent that the song almost serves as a news bulletin. The lyrics are interesting in that Dylan doesn't blame the killer for Evers' death. 
Instead, he points the finger at politicians and white authorities, and that is why it relates to masters of war, for inciting such racial violence. Politicians inciting violence. Remind you of anyone? Anyway, Dylan sings, The deputy sheriffs, the soldiers, the governors get paid, and the marshals and cops get the same. But the poor white man's used in the hands of them all like a tool. He's taught in his school from the start by the rule that the laws are with him to protect his white skin, to keep up his hate so he never thinks straight about the shape that he's in. But it ain't him to blame, he's only a pawn in their game. An interesting fact about this song is that Dylan performed it at the rally in Washington where Martin Luther King gave his I Had a Dream speech. The song didn't get a standing ovation though. Clearly, the largely black crowd didn't agree that Eva's murderer should be more or less exonerated. Dylan wasn't exactly saying that, but that seems to be the way it was received. Anyway, here's only a pawn in their game. A bullet from the back of a bush took Medgar Evers' blood. A finger fired the trigger to his name. A handle hit out in the dark. He hands set the spark Two eyes took the aim Behind a man's brain But he can't be blamed He's only a pawn in their game The South politician preaches to the poor white man You got more than the blacks don't complain you're better than them You've been born with white skin They explain And the Negro's name Is used, it is plain For the politician's gain As he rises to fame And the poor white remains On the caboose of the train But it ain't him to blame He's only a pawn in their game The deputy sheriffs, the soldiers, the governors get paid And the marshals and cops get the same But the poor white man's used in the hands of them all like a tool He's taught in his school From the start by the rule That the laws are with him To protect his white skin To keep up his heat So he never thinks straight About the shape that he's in But it ain't him to blame He's only a pawn in their game Time now to turn our attention to Dylan's electric period. Now, this part of his career is notable for its bravery. Dylan's bass had been built on folk songs such as the ones you've just heard. He was a protest singer in most people's eyes, whose profile was such that he was billed as a spokesman for his generation. But Dylan detested the tag, and he detested being stereotyped. And besides, he'd always loved rock and roll. And by 1965, just three years and four albums since his debut, he was ready to rumble. Fair to say, though, that this didn't go down too well. Dylan famously toured Britain in 1966 and was booed at every concert when, after his acoustic set, he returned with the band and played electric. 
But if the audience had shut up and listened, they would have heard some of the best rock and roll of the day. Dylan was writing rock and roll like no other, not even John Lennon or Paul McCartney. In 1965, when Dylan released the seminal Bringing It All Back Home and Highway 61 Revisited, the Beatles were starring in Help, and even the album they were working on, Rubber Soul, didn't contain lyrics like Dylan was penning. I love you, I love you, I love you That's all I want to say Until I find a way I will say the only words I know that you understand So which song to choose? Let's go with Ballad of a Thin Man. You may have heard it, but then again you may not. Either way, it's one of Dylan's totemic songs, so it deserves calling out. Ballad of a Thin Man is famous for its refrain. There's something happening here, and you don't know what it is. Do you, Mr. Jones? Now, there are two schools of thought as to who Mr. Jones is. One says it's a collective for the folk fans who had derided his switch to electric music, and the other camp says it's aimed at journalists who fan those flames. But the fact is it could be about both. Dylan has never said. The song is also notable for its sneering tone, a position Dylan was taking on a regular basis at this point. If you want another example, think positively 4th Street, which is aimed at the same target as this song. You got a lot I knew I say you are my friend When I was down You just did that to Ballad of a Thin Man because they disguise Dylan's target without diluting its intent. In other words, he says what he wants to say without spelling it out. Dylan is ridiculing this Philistine who thinks he's up to speed, but is in fact clueless in Dylan's eyes. So how does he say it? Well, he says it like this. You walk into the room with your pencil in your hand. You see somebody naked and you say, who is that man? You try so hard, but you don't understand just what you will say when you get home. Because something is happening here, but you don't know what it is. Do you, Mr. Jones? You walk into the room with your pencil in your hand. See somebody naked in you You say, who is that man? You try so hard but you don't understand Just what you will say when you get home Because something is happening here But you don't know what it is Do you, Mr. Jones? You raise up your head And you ask, is this where it is? Then somebody points to you and says It's his And you say, what's mine? And somebody else says, well, what is? 
And you say, oh my God, am I here all alone? But something is happening and you don't know what it is. Do you, Mr. Jones? drop a Dylan album, there's probably two that you just have to mention, Blonde on Blonde and Blood on the Tracks. Both are masterpieces, almost faultless, but they're both very different. Blonde on Blonde was a double album and came out just nine months after Highway 61 revisited. So that's three albums and a couple of tours between March 1965 and June 1966, 15 months. And if you think that's humanly not possible, you're right, Dylan had help help in the form of amphetamines. But drugs didn't dull Dylan's creativity. It did the opposite. It gave it rocket fuel. Blonde on Blonde is famous for Just Like a Woman, Rainy Day Women. You know the Everybody Must Get Stone song. I Want You, and a song that takes up a whole side. Sad-Eyed Lady of the Lowlands. But none of these songs is the album's best track. That honour goes to Visions of Johanna. But don't take my word for it. In 1999, Sir Andrew Motion, Poet Laureate of the United Kingdom, said it was the greatest song lyric ever written. And in 2017, the International Observer said it was the second best song ever recorded. And incidentally, if you're wondering what was number one, it was Jeff Buckley's version of Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. song. Personally, I don't think Visions of Johanna deserves these accolades. I'm not saying it's not a good song. I'm just saying I wouldn't have it in the top two ever recorded. But that's just me. And if you were to ask me what the song is about, the best I could come up with is to say the person in question feels compelled to pursue his vision of perfection, no matter how elusive it may be. See if you agree. Just like the night to play tricks when you're trying to be so quiet. We sit here stranded, we're all doing our best to deny it. And Louise holds a handful of rain, tempting you to defy it. Lights flicker from the opposite loft In this room the heat pipes just cough The country music station plays soft But there's nothing, really nothing to turn off Just Louise and her lover so Johanna That conquer my mind Okay, that for all intents and purposes is 60s Dylan covered. Except it isn't. 
This is where his iconic electric period ends, but there is still another two albums to go, and one of them is wholly unlike anything he had recorded up to this point, or has recorded since. And the album I'm talking about is Nashville Skyline, Country Bob. You're probably familiar with the single off that album, Lay Lady Lay, so let's pick out something else. Nashville Skyline, which came out in 1969, only goes for 26 minutes, so there is not a lot on there. But a couple of its songs have become standards, and I'm referring to Tonight I'll Be Staying Here With You and I Threw It All Away. And we're going to zero in on the latter, because it stands alone in Dylan's entire canon as the only song he's ever written where he blames himself for the end of whatever relationship he's talking about. Up to this point, if any blame was apportioned, it was on her. And what's more, he feigned indifference more often than not. It's all over now, baby blue. You go your way and I'll go mine. It ain't me, babe. I'm not the one you're looking for. But not this time. This time it's on him. He's fucked up and he knows it. There is no use denying it. The song is very straightforward too. It only goes for 2 minutes and 23 seconds, so there is no room for labouring the point. Dylan just lays it all out there and tells it like it is. I once held her in my arms, he begins. She said she would always stay. But I was cruel. I treated her like a fool. I threw it all away. What more needs to be said? Nick Cave says I Threw It All Away is a song he wished he could say that he had written. And Laura Marling told Stereogum in 2021 that it was her favourite Dylan song. Quote, It just feels like he opens up and shows this super vulnerable side and lets his voice soar like I haven't really heard before. And it's so sincere. I'd give him another chance if I was the one he was singing to, she said. Here's I Threw It All Away. held her in my arms she said she would always stay but I was cruel I treated her like a fool I threw it all away once I hit mountains in the palm of my hand and rivers that ran through every day but I must have been mad I never knew what I had until I threw it all away love is all I is it makes the world go round love and all it can't be denied No matter what you think about it You just won't be able to do without it Take a tip from one who's tried Did you notice the voice? Sorry, I probably should have warned you. Where did that syrup-soaked croon come from? Dylan put it down to the fact that he had stopped smoking. But I don't know. A lot of singers have stopped smoking over the years, but none have had what amounts to a tonsil transplant. Anyway, it didn't last for long. Just the one record, in fact. By the time that Dylan put out his next album of originals, which was just 12 months later, his voice had returned to normal. 
These seven years we've just raced through changed the face of rock and roll. If his career had ended here, his head would still be etched into the Mount Rushmore of music. Dylan gave rock and roll respectability. His were songs you couldn't dismiss as one-dimensional or superficial. His songs had depth and eminence, and they were manifestly influential. And he wasn't done yet. I was so much older then, he sang in 1964. I'm younger than that now. Dylan was a chameleon. He would go wherever that fertile, widely imaginative mind took him. And it took him on some interesting, unexpected, and at times controversial detours. But that's what made him Dylan. As he said in another of his songs, he not busy being born, is busy dying. And Dylan has always been busy being born. Dylan introduced himself to the new decade with a record called New Morning. It's a record only Dylan fans like, and even then not all of them. But I'm calling it out because it contains a song that describes an encounter he had with Elvis at a hotel in Minnesota. So if anyone asks, did Dylan ever meet Elvis, you can say yes, and he even wrote a song about it. Only Dylan doesn't name check Elvis. Remember, Dylan doesn't spell things out. He's always oblique. So in this instance, Elvis is the gypsy. And the song is called Went to See the Gypsy. I went to see the gypsy Staying in a big hotel He smiled when he saw me coming And he said, well, well, well His room was dark and crowded Lights were low and dim How are you? He said to me I said it back to him I went down to the lobby To make a small call out A pretty dancing girl was there And she began to shout Go on back to see the gypsy He can move you from the rear Drive you from your fear Bring you through the beer He did it in Las Vegas And he can do it here Outside the lights were shining On the river of tears I watched him from the distance With the music in my ears I went back to see the gypsy. It was I said earlier that Dylan has put out two bona fide masterpieces. Some will make a case for other albums, and it's not our place to say that they're wrong. Just not politely and say you can see where they're coming from. But for our purposes, we're sticking with 1966's Blonde on Blonde and 1975's Blood on the Tracks. Blood on the Tracks is famous for two things. It details, again obliquely, the breakdown of Dylan's marriage, and also for the fact that the album was written, recorded and ready for release, only for Dylan to have a late change of heart, re-record a couple of the songs with the band and reissue it. All of the original recordings are readily available, and personally I wish Dylan had stuck to his guns. I just don't like some of the embellishments he ended up giving the songs that he re-recorded. 
but that's just me. I still think Blood on the Tracks is a masterpiece. It just could have been a grand masterpiece. So which song to choose? Well, it's kind of a lucky dip here. Tangled Up in Blue, Simple Twist of Fate, Shelter from the Storm. All of them are bona fide classics, and if you're not familiar with them, I urge you to Spotify them. But before you do that, I want to draw your attention to another song, and the reason I'm doing it is to illustrate why I think Dylan should have left well enough alone. This song is called You're a Big Girl Now, and to all intents and purposes, it seems to be about his wife Sarah. But Dylan was having none of that. A decade later, he wrote, quote, I read that this was supposed to be about my wife. I wish somebody would ask me before they go ahead and print stuff like that. Stupid and misleading jerks these interpreters sometimes are. I don't write confessional songs. Emotions got nothing to do with it. It only seems so. End quote. Hmm. The thing you have to understand with Dylan is you can rarely believe a word that he says. He's been lying and ducking and diving and spreading falsehoods his whole career in a bid to keep people at a distance. Time is a jet plane, he sings here. It moves too fast. Oh, but what a shame if all we've shared can't last. I can change, I swear. No matter who it's about, You're a Big Girl Now is raw emotion. It personifies pain, regret and abject heartache. In 1997, Dylan wrote a song called Lovesick, and we'll get to that later. But right here is another song along similar lines. I'm going out of my mind, he sings, with a pain that stops and starts, like a corkscrew to my heart, ever since we've been apart. Here's the original version, which then blends into the album version, which then blends back into the original version. See which one you think best conveys the desolation Dylan is experiencing. Our conversation was short and sweet. It nearly swept me off of my feet. And I'm back in the rain mm, You are on dry land mm, You made it there somehow You're a big girl now Bird on the horizon Sitting on a fence He's singing a song for me At his own expense And I'm just like that bird Oh, singing just for you Oh, that you can hear Hear me singing through these tears a jet plane it moves, too, it moves too fast Oh, but what a shame That all we've shared can't last I can change, I swear See what you can do I can make it through Make it too. 
12 months after this came out, Dylan had moved on and he put out an album that was utterly original insofar as it added the violin and let it share centre stage. Think Hurricane, the brilliant single that was lifted from it. But we're going to skip ahead and get born again. We're now in 1979 and Dylan has found God. And in finding God, he has once again lost his entire audience. Well, a lot of them. This was fire and brimstone, pulpit-thumping, sermonising. And if you weren't a devout Christian, which a lot of people aren't, well, it was just a little too much. Dylan put out three Christian albums, each of diminishing quality. But we can't move on until we at least reference one of these songs. So I'm going to go with one of 1979's Slow Train Coming, which was the first of the three albums and easily the best. Produced by Jerry Wexler, the guy who guided Aretha Franklin through her classic period, it also features Dire Straits' Mark Knopfler on lead guitar and Pick Withers on drums. The single taken from the album was Gotta Serve Somebody, and I'm going to assume you're at least vaguely familiar with it. And if you're not, here's a little bit of it. But you're gonna have to serve somebody Yes, you are, you're gonna have to serve somebody So that was the single. Instead, I'm going to play you track three, side two, When You're Gonna Wake Up. Now, to be honest, if you can get past the lyric, I actually don't mind this song. But this record was all about the lyrics. Not even Wexler or Knopfler could draw your attention away from them, although they did try. Do you ever wonder just what God requires, Dylan asks at one point, before telling us we, quote, think he's just an errand boy to satisfy our wandering desires. Here's when you're going to wake up. just a phase he was going through. He had some stuff he needed to get off his chest and once he had he moved on once more. The problem for Dylan though was God seemed to have robbed him of his creativity. 
you could count on one hand the number of decent songs he wrote between 1981 and 1989, and that's almost an entire decade. The one notable exception was Joker Man. Now I'm going to do a Dylan here and throw the rules out the window. Instead of playing you Dylan's original, I'm going to play you an acoustic cover by a Hawaiian singer, John Cruz. I came across it recently and I like his gentle, heartfelt delivery. Here's Joker Man. Standing at the water, casting your bread, while the eyes of the idol with the iron head are glowing. Distant ships sailing into the mist, you were born with a snake in both of your fists while a hurricane was blowing. With freedom just around the corner from you But with truth so far off, what good will it do? Joker man dance to the nightingale tune The birds fly high by the light of the moon Whoa, whoa, Joker man So swiftly the sun sets in the sky you rise up and say goodbye to no one Fools resting where angels fear to tread Both of their futures so full of dread And you don't show one You're shedding off one more layer of skin Keeping one step ahead from the persecutor within Joker man dance to the nightingale tune The birds fly high by the light of the moon Whoa, 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 Joker man That song aside, it was a pretty lean trot and we're going to do what every Dylan fan does and pretend that these records he put out between 1983's Infidels and 1989's Oh Mercy don't exist. Even Dylan probably wishes they don't. Things had to change eventually, didn't they? Surely he wasn't going to keep putting out these records, records that weren't worthy of a songwriter of his stature. What was he doing? Fortunately, things did change, eventually. On May 30, 1988, Dylan put out possibly the worst album of his career, Down in the Groove. It was a record so bad that Dylan only credits one song with the producer. No one wanted their name attached to this album. But the good news was inspiration seemed to strike him soon after the record came out, and before he knew it, he had a bunch of songs that were actually worth recording. And just as he'd done with Slow Train Coming, he wanted this album to sell. He wanted people to know that he wasn't washed up, so he hired a gun producer, in this case Daniel Lanois, who at that point was famous for taking the reins on U2's The Joshua Tree. Not everyone likes what Lamar did though. Some think he went a little too far with some of the swampy New Orleans arrangements. But by and large, O Mercy was a critical triumph. Dylan was back. O Mercy indeed. I'm going to play you a song, and you can hear the beginnings of it playing underneath me here, that epitomises the union between Lamar and Dylan. Lamar's fingerprints are all over this album to the extent that he should almost get equal billing. This is Man in the Long Black Coat. Crickets are chirping, the water is high There's a soft cotton dress on the line, hanging dry The windows wide open, African trees Bent over backwards from a hurricane breeze Not a word, a goodbye, not even a note She gone with a man in the long Black coal Some 
might have seen him hanging around at the old dance hall on the outskirts of town. He looked into her eyes when she stopped him to ask if he wanted to dance. He had a face like a mask. Somebody said from the Bible he'd quote, there was dust on the man in the long black coat. Okay, so Dylan was back on track, as he said a decade earlier, thank Christ. But Dylan wasn't back on track. Oh Mercy was a mirage, a rabbit he managed to pull out of a hat. After Oh Mercy, the songs dried up again. In fact, he got writer's block so bad he put out two albums of obscure folk standards. He just couldn't buy a song at this point. And then something happened. Dylan's friend Jerry Garcia died, and suddenly mortality was introducing itself. This was 1995. Dylan was 54. Not too old, but Garcia was 12 months younger. It's not dark yet, he would write, but it's getting there. Garcia's death jolted Dylan into life. Slowly, gradually, the song started to come to him, and almost 12 months later, he had enough to make an album of original material. But what to do with them? Should he produce them himself or get someone else to do it? He decided to do the latter and rang Lamar back up again. Lamar took the call, learned his lesson from meddling too much with O'Mercy, and together they produced the outstanding Time Out of Mind, an album so good it ranks as one of Dylan's best. This is the record that has Make You Feel My Love, but don't let that put you off the album. The first track was Love Sick, which I mentioned earlier, and it sees Dylan in pain. How much pain? I'm walking through streets that are dead, he sings at the start. Halfway through the song, though, you're not sure what Dylan means by the phrase lovesick. Is he saying he's in emotional pain, or is he saying he's sick of love? He's done with it. Well, for the most part, it seems to be the latter. I'm sick of love. This kind of love, I'm so sick of it. But then comes the twist at the end. I'm sick of love, he sings again. I'm trying to forget you. Just don't know what to do. I'd give anything to be with you. Lamar did a good job in bringing this song to life. He lets you know that these streets really are dead. There is dread and despair at every turn. But late last year, an earlier take came out on Dylan's Fame bootleg series, and it too is eerie. It's mostly just Dylan, a guitar and a gravelly voice at the start, plus a heavy echo of a relationship gone terribly wrong. Walking Through streets that are dead Walking, walking with you in my head. My feet are so tired, my brain is so wide, and the clouds are weeping. Did I? Hear someone tell a lie Did I Hear someone's distant cry I spoke like a child 
You destroyed me with a smile While I was sleeping I'm sick of love That I'm in the thick of it This kind of love I'm sick of it mercy time out of mind wasn't a false dawn it was a way forward dylan was reinvigorated and once again the songs just started pouring out of him time out of mind signaled the beginning of dylan's final chapter a chapter he is still writing the older he gets the more he looks back on his youth and the music that first inspired him it not just informs his writing but has been the catalyst for three late career albums of covers mostly songs sung by frank sinatra I'll give you a taste. This is Braggin, which Duke Ellington popularised way back in 1938, three years before Dylan was even born. Clearly, this is the music that his parents would have played in his early childhood. Anyone who says Dylan isn't sentimental, well, just start bragging. Oh, and the record it's on, Triplicate, is a triple album. A triple. Dylan doesn't do things by halves. Here's Braggin. <laughs> Wasting all your time just bragging When you should be busy plowing and a plotting You stand there rotting Get no harvest to your home Bragging You ain't got no cause for bragging When your body's bending and your lawn mowing How come you're growing like an ugly rooster at dawn Bragging about your fishing, about your horse you're pitching Bet you always keep the score Talking about your middle, that's the kind they pedal Down at the five and ten cent store Bragging, folks ain't got no use for bragging If your fields are greener, folks will hear about it You don't have to shout it, fields are green before you were born us to Dylan's most recent album of original material, 2020's Rough and Rowdy Ways. It was his first album filled with songs that he'd written in eight years. Rough and Rowdy Ways was made by a man who was about to turn 80, and he sounds like it. But that's okay. Just stop and think about that for a moment. Dylan's all but 80 and still making music. And not just making music, making good music. Rough and Rowdy Ways, which I should mention is also a double album, was rightly lauded when it came out. The song that's garnered the most interest is the 17-minute meditation on John F. Kennedy's assassination, but it is by no means the only song of merit. Nor is it the song that's easiest on the year. That plaudit belongs to My Own Version of You, which is rich with gothic imagery and references to Frankenstein. But the real reason this song is notable is for the fact that it shows, even in his 80th year, that Dylan was still mixing things up. 
two four-line verses are followed by three eight-line verses. Then there's two more four-line verses before we finish with a 20-line verse. And it's also the only song in history that mentions Leon Russell, Liberace and St. John the Apostle in the same verse. Here's my own version of you. All through the summers into January I've been visiting morgues and monasteries Looking for the necessary body parts Limbs and livers and brains and hearts I'll bring someone to life is what I want to do I want to create my own version of you Well, it must be the winter of my discontent I wish you'd have taken me with you wherever you went They talk all night and they talk all day Not for a minute do I believe anything they say I'm booming someone to life, someone I've never seen You know what I mean, you know exactly what I mean I'll take the Scarface Pacino and the Godfather Brando Mix it up in a tank and get a robot commando If I do it upright and put the head on straight I'll be saved by the creature that I create I'll get blood from a cactus, gunpowder from ice I don't gamble with cards and I don't shoot no dice Can you look in my face with your sightless eye? Can you cross your heart and hope to die? I'll bring someone to life, someone for real Someone who feels the way that I feel when Dylan could be forgiven for being busy dying, he's still busy being born. Last year he put out a book, The Philosophy of Modern Song, and who knows what else is around the corner. You can just be sure that something is. Dylan's career has been what he might call a piece of rolling thunder. He captured lightning in a bottle more than once, and once is more than enough for many artists. The songs you've heard today are not necessarily his best, although some would sit comfortably in that conversation. The songs have been selected because they're not your obvious signposts, but they still tell the story. And as for the voice, well, Dylan once said, So don't fear if you hear a foreign sound to your ear. It's alright, Ma. I'm only sighing. Darkness at the break of noon Shadows, even the silver spoon The handmade blade, the child's balloon Eclipses both the sun and moon To understand you know too soon There is no sense in trying Pointed threats, they bluff with scorn Suicide remarks are torn From the fool's gold mouthpiece The hollow horn plays wasted words Proves to warn that he not busy being born Is busy dying Temptation's page flies out the door You follow, find yourself at war Watch waterfalls of pity roar You feel the moan, but unlike before You discover that you just be one more person crying 
don't fear if you hear a foreign sound to your ear. It's alright, Ma. I'm only sighing. As some worn victory, some downfall, private reasons, great or small, can be seen in the eyes of those that call to make all that should be killed to crawl, while others say don't hate nothing at all except hatred. Disillusion words like bullets bark as human gods aim for their mark Make everything from toy guns that spark to flesh-colored Christ that glow in the dark It's easy to see without looking too far that not much is really sacred While preachers preach of evil fates Teachers teach that knowledge waits Can lead to hundred dollar plates Goodness hides behind its gates But even the president of the United States Sometimes must have to stand naked And though the rules of the road have been lodged It's only people's games Hey, you got to dodge And it's all right, Ma I can make it Advertising signs, they con you into thinking you're the one That can do what's never been done That can win what's never been won Meantime, life outside goes on If you want to hear these songs in a playlist Head to my Spotify page and you'll find one that I've already curated for you And while you're waiting for next week's episode You might like to check out some of my other podcasts There's Song Sung New, which looks at covers of famous artists and songs Dylan included and there's also In My Life, which is a collection of interviews that allows each artist to tell their own story. And yes, there's an episode, too, in fact, on Dylan there as well. Songs on New and In My Life. It's music for those who want to know more. A question in your nerves is lit, yet you know there is no answer fit to satisfy and sure you not to quit, to keep it in your mind and not forget that it is not he or she or them or it that you belong to. The masters make the rules For the wise men and the fools I got nothing more to live up to And we certainly know Heaven we're in When they begin The beginning